Yo, what's up, people? I'm your host, Jay Will, and I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. And it's a beautiful Saturday. I got two articles that I want to look at, kind of controversial articles, if you want me to be real. So I'm going to be interested into what your take is. We're going to talk about Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, who's currently right now playing uh, his team, Colorado, is playing Oregon. And the last time I looked at the score, y'all, they were getting popped 35 to zip. So that's kind of rough. We're going to talk about whether or not Coach Deion Sanders Prime is coaching the Christian way. What does that even mean? What are we going to talk about? Yeah, we're going to check it out. There's an article on ChristianPost.com um, outlining and highlighting some of the things that Deion said over the past week um, after, after their 3-0 start. If you've been following this story, it's been kind of taking over the sports world with Deion Sanders and who last year transferred from the HBCU. So we're going to dig into that. We also got another story where Bank of America closes some Christian accounts. You know what I'm saying? Question mark. Did they close them? No, they kind of did. But we're going to look at the article and see what you think about that. You know, we're going to try to see both sides of the situation, find out if something weird or fishy is going on. And this is just all about us being up to speed on the Christian issues across the country as it relates to faith and business. I want to try to bring you some of the things that kind of fly under the radar if you want to be real, right? Christian issues don't always make it into mainstream media. And I think it's important that we at least understand and know what's going on amongst believers. And you know what I'm saying? Make sure we know where our place is here in this world today. But look, before I even jump into that, I do want to say I had the opportunity recently to be on a podcast, you know what I'm saying? And I want to show y'all how to find that podcast. I'm going to share my screen real quick. So, you know what I'm saying? You can check me out. Like, look, it's a blessing, bro, when you get to be a, a guest on another podcast. So, look, this is on mytfcoach.com, Trinity Financial Coaching. Uh, shout out to the ladies. Um, thank them for having me on. I was on the show. Uh, it was pre-recorded. We might have recorded this like a month ago. But it just released. So you go to mytfcoach.com and you click right here, Wealth and Wisdom Together. This is their podcast, Willa and Wesleya. And look, episode 91, I believe, is me, Jermaine James, inspiring Christian entrepreneurs. And uh, yeah, finding and embracing your purpose. You know, we talked, we had a great conversation, 42-minute conversation. So please do check out their podcast on mytfcoach.com. Again, click Wealth Wisdom Together and check out episode 91 featuring yours truly. All right. So, look, let's jump into these couple of topics, man. Um, the first topic is going to be about Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. Look, if you enjoy this stuff, you know, please do like, share, comment, subscribe. Tell somebody about the show, you know. Really do ask you to subscribe on YouTube. Just check out Inspire Guys People on YouTube. We share daily clips, inspiration. We growing, we going, like, I got stuff coming, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's me, you know what I'm saying? It's me, fam, trying to grow this show. Give me an applause. Can I, can I just, you know what I'm saying? Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so let's jump into this Deion Sanders um, story, man. Like, I'm, I'm going to share my screen here, and we're going to check out what the story is. And the question, really, that I asked is, like, is he coaching the Christian way? But first, let's look at this article, again, on christianpost.com by the christian post staff coach primetime Deion sanders god wouldn't relocate me to something that was successful yo 
before we even start, you know what I'm saying? Like, like let me hold on. Before we even before we even jump into the article, I'm gonna tell you what I do like about Dion is his mindset. He has a growth mindset. He's a very confident dude. If you haven't uh, followed him through the years, and he said God wouldn't relocate me to somewhere that was successful. So his whole mindset, and like, let's be real, y'all. How a lot of us think his his mindset versus some of our mindset. You know, I might have been guilty of this a couple times in my life too. Be real. Sometimes you want God to put you in an easy situation. You want God to like lay it out, and it's like, yo, this is perfect. Everything is going to make me look good. It's already successful. And some of us have that mentality. I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to say to Dion, he has a different mentality. You know what I'm saying? So his mindset is, he's literally saying, this place, keep in mind, Colorado won one game last year. They were 1-11. and 11. Dion was at a HBCU, Jackson State, making noise. You know what I'm saying? Bringing a lot of attention to the HBCU. And then he left, goes to Colorado. Again, they were 1-11. And I'm going to say they 3-1 because right now they're actually playing. And I checked before I started recording. They were getting blown out 35 to zip. Nonetheless, 3-1, four weeks in, um, versus 1-11. And, and his mindset was that God sent him here uh, because they were unsuccessful. So I just wanted to say that. like That's something we could take from this. Like right away, it's like maybe God wants you to go into a situation that isn't perfect so that he can use you, you know what I'm saying, to bring some value to it, grow it, whether it's business, personal life, professional, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about mindset here, but let's get back into the article. All right, we're going to breeze through this. I'm not going to read all of this. Um, but let's see, the man known as Primetime is turning his latest latest coaching gig into a time of praise and thanksgiving. I'm going to tell you something I really liked. Uh, where is it at? They beat TCU. Okay, cool. It's something I like. Ooh, right down here. Following the Buffalo's win over number 17 ranked TCU, Sanders was quick to praise God for the outcome. Here's what he said. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so thankful right now. Sanders declared in a post-game interview with Fox Sports during his quarter, during which his quarterback son, Shadur Sanders, praised his father's leadership. All right, y'all. Look. All right, so first things first, Dion is on Fox after the game, not saying thank you, God. And I ain't throwing shade at nobody that says thank you, God. You feel me? But I do want to shine a little light on the fact that there is sometimes, if we being real, a difference between saying thank you, God, and thank you, Jesus. And a lot of people, because God can be looked at as a little more universal and not specific in culture today, a lot of people might, you know, jump out on a limb and say thank you, God, thank God, you know, whatever it may be. But to say thank you, Jesus, on national TV, I don't know. I do think it's dope. I'm going to be real. Let's get into this question I asked. Is Deion Sanders coaching the Christian way? So if you've been following Colorado, then you've seen all the energy that's around it. You got celebrities like The Rock and Lil Wayne and uh, Rick Ross tweeting them and all type of people coming out to the game, ESPN, Fox. Like, they showing up in Colorado like never before. Ticket prices are soaring. Students are excited. So it's been a lot of energy around their program 
at the same time, some people have been offended by, it, you know, just being real. Like some people, the coach they played last week had a problem with Deion Sanders and the glasses and the hat, the sunglasses, the hat, all, all of the things that come with Deion. So the question is, is he coaching the Christian way? I want to unpack a couple of things. I really want to hear from you, though. You know what I'm saying? So if you check this out, please do leave your thoughts in the comments, uh, whether you watch this live or check the replay, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, or wherever at. If you're on Apple Podcasts, listening in, just hit me up at, with an email, jermainewilsonmusic at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. The question is, is he coaching the Christian way? All right, so I look at this through a couple of lenses. First and foremost, I'm not God. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to decide every aspect of everything that's happening in the world and to point the finger at other people, um, you know, to decide how Christian they are. Now, again, there's limitations to that because sometimes you see some foul things uh, where people are mocking God, and that's totally different. I don't think Dion is mocking God. I'm going to give you a little background first before we jump into it. And I don't know everything about this story, but first things first, I do know this. How Dion came to become a believer was after a suicide attempt. Now, again, I don't know all the details of his attempt. I believe he was in a car, drove off a cliff. He did something. Um, so, like, A, you know what I'm saying? Heart goes out to anybody who, who even close to thinking like that. You have life. You have something valuable to live for. Don't do it. But Dion made that attempt, and when God spared his life, he kind of vowed, like, okay, God, you, you spared my life, and I'm paraphrasing stuff here. Like, so I'm going to live for you. So I got to celebrate that as a believer. I'm going to be real. Like, I have to celebrate this idea of, like, you're a Christian. You went, you went through this hard time. You dedicate your life to Christ. You went through something very serious. I'm not here to judge that. You in interviews saying, thank you, Jesus. If we being real, that's more bold than a lot of people out here today that don't even want you to know that they are Christian. And we know we live in a world that is hypersensitive towards Christians and um, I believe tries to box everyone in and almost silence Christians in some ways, where it's like you want to have, give everyone else a voice and you want Christians to be quiet. So I champion that. Now, all the other stuff, culture and all that, I'm going to tell you why for me personally, not really my thing. A, because I already know when people jump on your bandwagon, especially when this starts becoming a race thing and you making it a black versus white thing, I just always think that that's going to end badly. Uh, I was looking at the comments on the YouTube of the live game that was going, and it was like already comments like blacks are mad and white people this. And so it's just like, if you know me, I'm not really a fan of that negative racial tension and energy. Uh, that comes along with some of the things in life when we kind of overemphasize the racial aspect of it. Although I don't have no problem with, you know, black people as a culture, as a whole, getting behind Dion and his team and all of those things. I think that's cool. But I do want to call out one other thing before we move on from this. Dion Sanders was at an HBCU last year. And when he left to go to a very white place in Boulder, Colorado, like, I'm going to be real. A lot of people in the in the culture, that's not really something. I don't really like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't really I don't really rock with the whole the culture thing because it makes us monolithic and makes it like you can't be an individual and be black. So I'm not really a fan of like things like terminology, like black Twitter and all, like all the things when we start like having group think that ain't really my vibe. But I'm just telling you what happened. 
is like last year when he left H the HBCU for Colorado, I was just looking and a lot of people was not feeling Dion. Like a lot of people was not feeling the fact that he went from the HBCU to Colorado. And so the thing here, now that I see him at Colorado winning, then the quote unquote culture is now on board to the point where last week I saw people saying, I hope Colorado knows now that they're HBCU. My whole thing with that is just keep the same energy, y'all. If you're going to support them, support them. But I'm not really a fan of people kind of like one week they on your bandwagon, the next week they against you, because it's like the same people that was against them for leaving, once he started winning, is now saying it's an HBCU. Now that they losing, I want to see that same energy. So if you can keep that same energy, if you're a true fan, be a fan. Be a fan through the ups and downs. Now to the, to the other part of the question of is Dion coaching the Christian way? Look, he has a huge focus on leadership. His sons are on the team. So there's an aspect of him being a father that's on display. That's admirable. You get what I'm saying? And again, you have the antics. So I think there's stuff to be considered on both sides. But I do want to say this before we move on to the next topic. If we are going to judge athletes and coaches um, on the Christian way, then I think we got to look at fans because I'm going to be real. You go to these games. I went to the U of M uh, game last week at the big house. It was a great game. But you look at some of these fans and they be wilding out. At these games, really, some of the fans are more wild than the players and coaches. So my whole thing is like, also, let's keep that same energy. If we're going to say Dion isn't doing it the quote unquote Christian way, let's start looking at some of these fans. Like, are you a fanatic the Christian way? Or are you in these stands right now with your shirt off and your, and your stuff painted? And cussing the people out behind you because they on a different team. They rooting for a different team. It's a lot of things to be considered when we start looking like that. But I'll tell you what I like about Deion Sanders in general. A, I don't know. I like when tradition is disrupted somewhat. When it's based on um, maybe like college sports. Is, it's just very like always been done a certain way. It's just very over the top traditional and I don't know, that doesn't, that's not a real representation of most of the players that's playing in it, where they come from. And I think it allows for certain people to kind of have control and like basically say, you you got to be a certain personality to be a college coach, or I'm not going to even say race or anything like that, but you just got to have a certain way about yourself. Adapt to our way if you want to be a part of this. I like that Dion is disrupting that. And I also believe he's a super confident dude and there's an aspect of that that is needed in sports remember we're talking about football you going out there knocking people heads off essentially so it, you can't go out there and be like tackling the next guy like bless your brother how you doing like you gotta you just can't go out there trying to tackle people like that so you need a certain bravado i think there's a lot of value to it Although I don't think it's perfect, you know what I'm saying? I think there's a side of it where it can go a little too far, especially once the culture and celebrities, they always want attention. Once celebrities and rappers and stuff start trying to like take on the stuff and they got the little celebration and showing off the watch, uh, that stuff ain't really for me, you know what I'm saying? But Deion Sanders, at the end of the day, I, I'm more for it than against it just because I like, you know, he's a unique dude. And I, I think everybody don't have to be Nick Saban or or look or act a certain way like there's room for individuality and i'm a fan of that 
So you tell me what you think. Is Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, good for college football? Is he coaching the Christian way? Um, are you a fan of Colorado? How do you think they're going to react? Uh, and he's going to react after getting blown out today unless some miracle is happening and God is literally in the midst of the game catching and throwing a ball because they were getting blown out 35 to zip. So I doubt it that they are on some crazy comeback. Well, maybe, you know, me going live is like, it's a blessing for him. Maybe it's 14 to 35 right now or something like that. We have to check later. But let's move on into this next topic. Bank of America. They canceled a Christian Outreach Ministries bank account. And I want to dive into the article a little bit. Give you a little bit of, be, of behind the scenes, at least based on what the article is outlining. And see what you think about this idea that Bank of America has decided to cancel this Christian Outreach Ministries bank account. Should we be concerned in America if banks are now starting to potentially look at Christian groups and say, you know what? I just don't like uh, this church. We just don't want your money. And what does that mean for Christians? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if that starts happening, what can we do to prevent it? If that's the case, if it's done wrongfully, all these things are things we should be thinking about. Let's jump into this article again on christianpost.com all right so here we go bank of america closes accounts tied to christian outreach ministry uh this is by nm giotti and he's a christian or he or she's a christian post reporter i think he is a male name you know what i'm saying not 100 sure it could be a little unisex uh debt collection services not religious beliefs fueled decision the bank says so the bank says this is about them, uh, really about their business type. But let's dig into it. Um, let's see. Did Bank of America discriminate against a Tennessee ministry over its Christian views? Or was it simply a business matter? All right. Um, let's see what this says. Da, da, da. Steve Hat, board member and founder of Indigenous Advance, a Memphis-based charity, da, 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 has partnered and served with Indigenous people in Uganda since 2015 to provide basic needs and share the gospel. Despite holding a deposit and credit card accounts with Bank of America since its inception, uh, they received a series of letters in April, which the bank announced it was closing the group's accounts within 30 days. So they told them, we closing your account in 30 days, fam. I don't care how long y'all been with us. All right. According to the nonprofit legal group, um, Alliance Defending Fund, ADF, the only explanation provided in the letters was, letters was that it was upon review of the accounts. We have determined you're operating in a business type. We have chosen not to service at the Bank of America. All right, hold on. Let's unpack this first part real quick. So this Christian outreach ministry who has been with Bank of America since they started, you know, if you ever had a business, you know how good that feels to go into a bank and start an account officially with your business name on it, get your business checks. So they're an outreach ministry that looks like they do work in Uganda. They're based in Tennessee. And they've been with um, Bank of America since they started. Bank of America is now sending, sending them a letter saying that we are no longer serving this business type. Now, I think that's a tricky matter. Now, from the article, you don't necessarily get all of the answers. We're going to look at a little more in a second. But man, what y'all think about this? Like for me, I do think it's a little concerning when, it, when you're just saying we're not serving this business type especially if their business type hasn't changed and they've been with you since they started their business. 
So it's kind of like, yo, I could just be walking around doing my thing, inspire God's people. Yo, we got a bank account. We start making some money. We ain't making no money right now. I'm going to just keep it 100 with you. But it's like, oh, you know, bank of uh, what I'm saying, inspire God's people, making some money. And then all of a sudden, five years into having an account, the bank can just hit me up and say, mm, you know what? Not serving your type anymore, buddy. No longer serving this business type. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let's talk about this. No longer serving this business type. That is not the most exciting thing to hear. But let's jump back into the article and see what else was said. Maybe there's more to learn. All right. So if you look down here, the group's deposit account had over $270,000 according to ADF. So that was one of my first thoughts is like, maybe they ain't got no bread. You know what I'm saying? Maybe something weird was going on, but you're talking about somebody that's been with you for a while and they got six figures sitting in the account. Okay. A partner entity, Indigenous Advanced Customer Center, LSC, and a church operating at the group's address, Servants of Christ Community, uh, DBA, doing business as University House of Prayer, received similar letters closing their accounts. So... This was not even just limited to this one group. They went ahead and sent the letter to the church at their address and the other business affiliated with them. I don't know if the $270,000 was a, a bank of a, a joint account that like had money from all of their accounts or if the $270,000 was totally different. But I do think that's at least worth being a little bit concerned about, fam, like, you have a bank account, $270,000 in it. There's a church operating out of your um, address and you guys are all getting these letters saying we no longer service your business type. Let's jump back in to this article. Again, if you just join it, Bank of America, uh, let's go to the, they closed the account tied to Christian Outreach Ministry. This is an article from Thursday, the 24th of August. And it's by Ian M. Giotti at ChristianPost.com. All right, so what else is being said here? I do want to get to what the bank said. Um, it says, I asked them, what type of a business do you think we are? And they wouldn't answer me. He told the Christian Post via, via phone Wednesday. Um, they said, I'm sorry, we cannot give you that information. Okay. When they closed the accounts, it meant that people who are dependent on us couldn't eat. So that's them talking about the impact. But I want to get down here. In a statement shared with Christian Post, a spokesperson for Bank of America said religious beliefs are not a factor in any account closing decision, but rather it was debt collection services provided by Indigenous Advances Customer Center that led it to the account closers. The statement added our U.S. Division, the division I can talk, that serves small businesses doesn't offer banking services to organizations that provide debt collection services for a variety of risk-related considerations and doesn't serve small businesses operating outside the U.S. Okay, this is a little tricky. Down here, um, they said, uh, da, 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 to, they talking about something else. So now it's reputationally risky to serve Christian or other organizations that the left disagrees with, he added. So it seems to be a political matter at the end of the day. Here's my take on it. You got a lot going on here because you have this Christian 
outreach ministry that has been with Bank of America since their inception, that has money in the bank, and is receiving letters that we no longer service your business type. Of course, they're asking what type of a business do you think we are? The bank is telling them we can't say. So there's a little bit of vague and weirdness related to that where if you're saying you don't service my business type, to me, you should be able to be very clear about what my business type is. Make it plain, make it simple. If you saying I'm a church and you don't want to service churches or whatever, but it's a little concerning to me if they, you know, playing this maybe word game and, and kind of weird behind the scenes. Now, the statement from the spokesperson goes on to say that your religious belief is not a part of our account closing um, decision, but your lending practices or something like that. Now, my concern with that is, and again, this is where we don't know. I'm not privy to the information of the organization, but are you saying that they just started some new lending practices or something that you don't agree with? Or have they been doing this for years and all of a sudden you're saying you no longer want to support that? But then it's like, how did this come up internally? Because in my mind, if you have a bank account and it has six figures in it, like, are you being, is it some annual audit? Was some was there some transaction that was flagged? Is this a new policy at the bank? My biggest concern about stuff like this is that we need more answers. We, meet, we need more details from a Bank of America in this situation to be very specific about what you're saying your reason for closing this Christian association's um, bank account is because there is a difference between closing them because they're Christian and closing them due to some other business practices and they just so happen to be Christian. I don't want to jump out on a limb right now and say, oh, it's definitely because they're Christian. I'm just reading this article and reading the article. I kind of walk away feeling like I need more answers before I can come to a full conclusion. But I will tell you, it is a little concerning. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to say like that I think it's one thing or another, but it is enough information there for me to be like, yo, I'm a little bit concerned about the idea, the potential of closing a Christian ministries bank account that has six figures in the bank. And you got to understand if stuff like this were to start happening and you can target um, organizations and say, hey, oh, you're a Christian organization, especially if you start trying to classify Christian as hate. That's what we got to be real careful when we jump on these bandwagons with these political agendas that want to push um, like hate on certain groups and things like that, because it really will come back to Christianity and it will open the door and give people the ability to just randomly say, hey, because you're a Christian, you're a part of a hate group. And come on, we know that's not true, fam. Like we know that's not true. How many amazing, beautiful, loving Christians do you have out here, especially potentially if this organization is running properly and they are helping families and feeding people in Uganda and closing their account is now stopping someone from getting a meal and eating. Like, yo, we got to pump the brakes on potentially closing Christian bank accounts. But that's my take. Tell me what you think. Let me know in the comments when you watch this on the replay, watch it now, say what you want to say. Let me know what you think about it. Please do like, subscribe, share this information. And look, y'all, don't forget to go and check out the podcast that I was featured on. We talked, let's, let's go back to that real, real quick before I get out of here. 
I want to show some love, man. Wealth and Wisdom together. Uh, Willa and Wesley are really dope. Their podcast, look, this is a Christian uh, finance podcast, and they have a lot of wisdom. They've also been guests on Inspire Guys. People, it was maybe a year or so ago, so I don't remember what episode number it was. But look, man, I'm on episode 91, Jermaine James. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's pretty dope to me. Let's click it and see what happened. Is it going to start playing? I don't want it to start playing. Um, but let's see, man. Look at this. Oh, they got my whole... They got my whole bio on here, everything. So y'all make sure y'all check this out. Look, even the episode highlights. So here's some things we talk about. Uh, stewarding faith, family, and finances. We talk about surrender and recognition. Capacity and responsibility. Striving for harmony versus balance. Leading by example and finding wholeness. And the importance of going through the process. If you are someone who has listened to Inspire God's People, the podcast, then you know I'm really big on this idea of a process because I believe that we have to live life through a process step by step so that we can grow. That's the only way we could truly grow. You can't try to jump from start to finish and everybody want to be rich or successful overnight without even understanding what the pros and cons of being rich or successful are or making sure that you are ready to be successful, that you have the substance to be successful at least that's what I believe. I know I haven't always been ready. So I've had to spend a lot of time through the years, every single day still. I got a lot of growing to do. And my thing, my thing is, I can talk. My thing, thing, thing. I can talk, people. My thing is, look, I would rather grow, look myself in the mirror, go through that process now so I could be in a better situation in the future than to like kind of like ignore the fact that I need to grow, you know what I'm saying? And keep putting it off to the side and then life and time is passing me by and I haven't made the decision to grow. Look, it's okay, man. I'm telling you, like I'm the most normal person ever. ever. I can talk people. Hold on. I think I got a button for I can talk. Let's see. Listen, I've enjoyed kicking it with y'all today. Look, have an amazing rest of your day. Like, share, subscribe to podcast. We're on the road to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Please be number 853. I think we hit 852 today. You know what I'm saying? Kind of a slow week for subscribers this week, if I'm being real. You know what I'm saying? I like to keep it all the way crispy with y'all. Um, it is not easy having a podcast growing. As you know, I am a businessman in corporate America, continuing to trying to grow as a leader and um just improve myself and develop every day and bring greatness to everything I do and hopefully inspire you along the way. The entire point of this podcast is to look at faith in business in a way where we try to find our purpose. I believe that we can look at other people's stories, not in a way where you are comparing or competing with people, but where you're grasping inspiration, where you're choosing to see the inspiration in their story not being judgmental, not trying to like, you know, we not God. I'm not God. Like, man, I just, I can't do it. I can't be God. That's, that's a hard job. You know, I'm trying to just do my regular job. Some of us ain't really even good at our own job and we trying to be God. We ain't even good at our own job trying to be God. Good at our own job trying to be God. You ain't good at your, good, good at your own job. Listen, I got to get out of here. Y'all have an amazing Amazing, amazing day. Thank you so much for watching this podcast.